this is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. Lindsay Roberts here, and I am so glad you joined me for this Entirely Unconventional podcast. Sometimes it's conventional, sometimes it's unconventional, but you know, I believe that I'm entirely unconventional, and I want to talk to you today about a wonderful God that's conventional to many, unconventional to others, but always faithful according to his word. So a couple of podcasts ago, I was doing some uh, teaching on words and just going through Proverbs, scriptures on words and what our words mean, how the tongue is such a tiny member of the entire body, but it's like the rudder of a ship that steers those great big ships. They can be steered into a, a, a goodness and they can be steered into not so goodness. They can end up, you know, in a sense like the Titanic and they can end up with smooth sailing. Our tongue is comparatively speaking by the Bible, that rudder, that tiny little membrane, like the tiny little rudder of a ship that steers it into smooth waters or rough waters, depending on words. And that's the way I interpret the Bible. And I want to show you a couple of things according to Proverbs, because the response that we got, whenever I teach on words, the response about words is kind of comical to me because it's funny in that people like the teaching and ask for more scriptures. But in another sense, it's kind of weird to me because, okay, let's be honest. I give you guys the homework. Sometimes people want all the answers to the tests, and they don't want to do their own homework. They just want to skate through the class. Wouldn't that be nice? But truth be told, if we did that scripturally speaking, it's more like robotic. And God gave us the opportunity to read and to think and to choose. And so I want to give you these scriptures and Proverbs for you to determine your level of homework. I believe the more word in, the more word out, and the more outcome we get according to the word. You know, it's that weird saying, garbage in, garbage out. The word is not garbage. The word is alive and active and powerful. And the Bible says sharper than any two-edged sword. I believe our words are so powerful, but they're powerful in both directions. They can build you up or they can tear you down. They can build up the situation around you or they can really do a good job to mess it up. So I want to give you scriptures and then I'm going to be that teacher that gives you homework because to the level of your homework is the level, uh, the level to me of how those scriptures come alive. I was that kid in school that always asked for extra homework and always asked for extra credit. Not so much now, but truth be told, I was that kid in school. So if you're hungry, if you're hungry for the word of God, I want to give you extra homework. And I believe the extra homework will lead to extra credit, so to speak, where you really start something and begin to love the word of God. I was never, never a great big, um, what do you call it? Those red beets. I was never uh, a big beet eater, uh, pickle beets. You know what I'm saying? Those red beets. Now they're like golden beets because I was never really um, given them, introduced them in a lot of situations in my childhood. Well, once I really realized what roasted beets taste like, I would put like seasoning on them and olive oil and I'd roast them in the oven. It's almost like I crave them. 
The more I would get beets, the more I'd want them. It's a lot like French fries. I might never be thinking about French fries. But you know how they say, you know, potato chips, you can't eat one? Oh my goodness, there's a lot of truth to that. You start something and before you know it, you start thinking about it. And the more you think about it, the more you want it. I happen to like dark chocolate. Not the, I don't mind the fancy kind, but I like that simple Hershey's dark chocolate. But the minute I start talking about it, there's something about me. Okay, I can do it. I can just have one of those tiny little ones. Uh, yeah, in what universe? Because once I have one, I want two. And then you start, well, well, two might think six is okay. Okay, once you start the ball rolling, that's what I want to do for you with the word of God. When I give you Proverbs and all the scriptures, that's all I'm going to do today is start bombarding you, so to speak, with scriptures. I want to start the ball rolling. Where you get six or seven scriptures, you think, okay, I could do eight, two or three. Maybe I'll do four. I'm quoting one scripture. Maybe today I'll quote two. I just want to make it palatable where I toss it out there and then you decide how much you want to use, read, quote, study, expand, et cetera, et cetera. Proverbs 12, 24, a man shall be satisfied by the fruit of his, not his refrigerator. Although that's not a bad idea. I like the fruit in my refrigerator, but Proverbs 12, 14 says, a man shall be satisfied by the good fruit of his mouth. Proverbs 12, 18, the tongue of the wise, listen to this, is health. H-E-A-L-T-H. Remember, I was talking to you a couple of podcasts ago about healthy, wealthy, and wise. And when they turned it all back to the, the, the gentleman in the 1400s, um, he was not only healthy, wealthy, and wise, but he threw in the word holy, holy, healthy, happy. Proverbs 12, 18, the tongue of the wise is health. Wow, I love the comparison of that. Proverbs 13, 3, he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. Proverbs 14, 3, the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Wow. Proverbs 15, 4, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Oh my goodness. Go to the Bible or go to a concordance or go to, you know, something where you can look it up. I don't know if you can Google it, but if you can, something like that. But it says, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. What I want you to look up is a tree of life. When the Bible, not the world, but when the Bible speaks of a tree of life, wow, oh my goodness, that just has branches all over the place. Uh, a, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach of the spirit. It, it, it a breach, It's like it cuts you off from the spirit. Proverbs 15, 4 amplified, a gentle tongue with its healing power. Is a tree of life, but a willful contrariness. Get this, it breaks down the spirit. Proverbs 15, 2. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge all right. Proverbs 16, 23. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth. Woo. Man, I could chew on that for like a long time, but I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna give you the scriptures. The heart of the wife, the the heart of the wise, I like that, the heart of a wife. I'm going to throw that one at Richard. This As soon as I see him, I'm going to just say, hey, you want to hear the Lindsay Roberts interpretation of Proverbs 16, 23? The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. 
To me, here's my little Lindsay interpretation, the heart of the wise teaches his mouth what to say. You know, if you're in a conundrum or a place where you don't know what to say, sometimes you say nothing, sometimes you should say something, sometimes silence really is golden, but the heart of the wise teaches the mouth what to say. Proverbs 16, 24, pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. Are you associating words and health here like I am? Proverbs 14, 23, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my saying. Do not let them depart from your lips. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life. There we go again. To all those who find them in health, words, life, health, to all those, to all their flesh. I want to give you that one again, and let's tear that apart a little bit. Proverbs 12, Proverbs 4, 20 through 23. My son, this is, this is a teaching parent to child that I believe any parent Granted, Proverbs Old Testament was years ago, but I believe any parent can teach any child with their words. My son, uh, and I'm going to toss this in, Lindsay's opinion, good or bad. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. My words, pay attention. My words, my sayings. Do not let them depart from your lips. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Your mouth, your heart, your eyes, your lips. Why? For they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Let's go over those again. Proverbs 12, 14. A man shall be satisfied with the a man shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. Proverbs 12, 18, the tongue of the wise is health. Wow, we're learning something here. Proverbs 13, 3, he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. Now I know these scriptures are in the Bible. But what I wanted to do was compile all these Proverbs together to just, in a sense, kind of hit you, not hit you, you know what I'm saying, kind of toss them out to you, kind of pass them your way, one after another after another. So you see them in combination. How many times God repeats this in the word as if to say, I told you, I told you, I told you, and put these before you repeating himself so that you can see the life and the health and the good a man shall be satisfied by the fruit of his mouth. Proverbs 12, 18, the tongue of the wise is health. Proverbs 13, 3, he that keepeth his mouth keeps his life. Proverbs 14, 3, the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Proverbs 15, 4, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. This is King James. I want to give it to you in two versions. King James, Proverbs 15, 4, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach of the spirit. Now here it is in Amplified. Proverbs 15, 4, Amplified, a gentle tongue with its healing power. Goodness sake. Wow. A gentle tongue with its healing power is a tree of life, but a willful contrariness, it breaks down the spirit. Proverbs 15, 2, the tongue of the wise uses knowledge all right. Proverbs 16, 23, the heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Proverbs 16, 24, pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. Sweet to the soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, hearing the sweetness of God's word and responding to it. 
Proverbs 4, 20 through 23. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your lips. Keep them in the midst, right smack in the middle of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Father, in the name of Jesus. As you said in your word, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable, a delight in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord, as we guard our words, I ask you to become our strength and our redeemer. Lord, I pray that as we guide and guard our words according to the word and the will of God, Lord, let those words become strength and hope and healing and life, not only to ourselves, but Lord, as we put those words out into the atmosphere. Let those words be a sweet aroma to you. And Lord, let those words be a sweet aroma to somebody else. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. You know, there's this new thing where you, well, probably not so new. It's kind of all the way back to the Bible, but we call it new names. Like paying forward. You can help do something for somebody and Pay something forward. Give something in advance, you know, kind of believing that something good's going to come back to you. I want to encourage you to pay forward with your words today. Maybe people have not said so sweet a words to you, but I want to encourage you to sow your words. Think about sowing your words as a seed into the lives of others. Maybe they deserve it. Maybe they don't. But I'm praying that as you sow your words into the atmosphere of life, God will take those words and he will return them back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over as sweet, sweet words, healing and wholeness to you in every way. I call it a boomerang prayer. You can say what goes around comes around. You can say what you sow, you reap. I call it a boomerang. When you ever toss a boomerang out there, if you do it right, it comes right back to you. I've yet to figure out a boomerang, but I have one, and I love to mess around with it because I think it's so cool that when you put it out there, it comes right back to you. Not the guy next to you, not your neighbor, but it comes right back to you. I want you to sow, in a sense, if you can, like a boomerang. Think about sowing your words. Sow your words of kindness. Say thank you. Be kind. Beloved, let us love one another. You know, be kind one to another. Well, kindness can be actions, but kindness can be your words. I just want to encourage you. I want to toss it out there for you to toss out kind words whenever possible, if it's possible, and be guarded and also be alert. Watch how they come back to you according to the Bible. Thanks for listening today. I sure have had a fun time talking to you about Proverbs, and I want you to remember something that I believe with all my heart. You are worth more than you think. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official. To get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth, simply search Discover Your True Worth on Amazon.com. We'll see you next week.